Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the Mental Toughness and Body Show. On this show, we are going to talk today about technology in health and fitness. It's a very flooded market and yet uh, as a population, people in both the US and Australia are getting more and more unhealthy every day. But our guest today has something very important to say and you'll be blown away by what we're about to talk about. Obviously, on this podcast, we've interviewed people from all walks of life and today, we're going to have John Shearer. He's an authority in the health and fitness and technology, life, lifestyle technology uh, space. John, how are you? I'm doing well, Rob. Nice to see you. And thanks for inviting me on the show. Thank you so much. It's been a, it's been a long time for us to get to this moment, but it's um, and I'm glad that we're here. Now, let me tell you a little bit about uh, John and how, how we met. Uh, John is actually... Somebody that I got to know and his business from the very first day of business. And that's not a lie. I finished my corporate job. I think it was on the 28th of September and on the 29th of September, which was a Saturday, I attended a, a conference and John's products were being sold there and I bought it on day one. Um, so we've, uh, we've met in person once, but we've been having conversations for essentially like 14 years now. Uh, John is somebody that is uh, very near and and dear to me in, in what I do in my business, had a huge impact on what I do with my clients and how I work with my clients. Uh, somebody I consider a friend is um, is a really great connection to have and just a, a really genuine guy. So John, I'm, um, it's Thank an honor you. to have you on, on the show here with me today. Thank you very much, Rob. Grateful. Uh, so John, maybe by way of background, I mean, you've been uh, in business in this space since 1995. So maybe just tell us a little bit about uh, what you do. Uh, you're the CEO and founder of uh, Lifestyles Technology. So maybe just tell us a little bit about uh, why you got into that space and um, yeah, where things are at today. Sure. Great. Um, you know, in 1994, um, I owned uh, two uh, personal training studios and um, my wife at that time was a, uh, a licensed uh, nutritionist. She did a lot of clinical work and she got into uh, sports nutrition. And um, I was uh, not only a business owner, but an owner operator. I did some training. I was a, a certified master personal trainer. And, um, so, you know, I enjoyed the freedom of being a trainer, having my own hours, but you know, when you have your own business, sometimes those hours are 5am <laughs> until nine o'clock at night. Um, one of the things that we were challenged with was, uh, nutritional planning because everybody wanted a diet. Yeah. And, uh, at that time, you know, the internet, uh, wasn't really, uh, I mean, even though it was around, you know, the, the, the maximum, the, the high technology was you've got mail. That yeah. was it. That was it. <clears throat> if you got mail, you were on the bleeding edge of technology. Yeah. So um, I had at that time, probably about 15 years of um, uh, high tech industry, computer industry, experience. I sold uh, computers uh, for a company called MicroAge uh, out of uh, Arizona. And I also worked with a bunch of developers uh, 
uh, computer developers back at that time. And because my wife at that time was complaining about how she had to put together meal plans and it took so much time, I said, hey, why don't I get with some of my, my colleagues from uh, my previous job, see if uh, we can get one of those developers to write something for you to make this process faster. Mm-hmm. So uh, I hired two guys, they got it built. We used it in our facility, used to crank out meal plans and grocery list and our clients saw results, they loved it. Um, and lo and behold, one morning I'm on the treadmill and I'm walking next to this guy and we're talking, it's probably like 6 a.m. And he said, you know, my wife and I, we've, we've had amazing results and we got these really cool printouts from, uh, from Michelle and they showed us what to eat and the grocery list. And we love those. Is that your software that's doing that? And I said, yeah, I just, I had somebody write it for us. And he was like, well, I think it's the greatest thing. I own a mergers and acquisitions company. I, if you want to throw some money at it, I'll match you dollar for dollar and I'll invest in it and let's see where it goes. And he, I later found out he sat on the board of the American Dietetic Association. Uh, that was a big boost. And uh, from that point on, um, started throwing money at it. Uh, this, is, this is probably 1995. Um, we ended up selling the studios in 1996. And we started attending uh, conventions and trade shows. And lo and behold, you know, Dietmaster Pro was on the market. And at that time, we were kind of the only game in town. And it was, you know, it was a lot of fun. We had a good time uh, selling uh, nutrition software, teaching uh, how to use it with clients, and it became a big game changer. Mm. So from there, it obviously morphed into an online version, uh, a mobile version, and you know, we, we're coming. We're in our thirtieth year of business now, and the biggest. The biggest transition that I've seen in the industry is, uh, first of all, number one, it's here in the United States, it's it's saturated. Um, There are so many personal trainers, there are so many different tools to help trainers. Uh, The nutritional market has been oversaturated. There are all these different products. And the problem is you have uh, these consumer-based products that are uh, influencing uh, the consumers, which are the personal trainer's customer. But the trainer is telling them one thing, but yet the consumer is being pulled by the media in another direction, you know, for the quick fix, you know, like, hey, you know, you take this pill, you get this shot, you eat this food, you drink this, this shake, And that's all you need to do where the trainer is going, wait, look, (laughs) this is a lifestyle. You've got to make changes. I'm going to show you how to make those changes, how to incorporate fitness activity and proper eating into your life, because it is a true lifestyle change. It's not the quick fix. So there's been this constant push and pull between the health club industry and the consumer market, which has been really, like I said, pulled along by media and uh, big pharma, 
Um, and these new medical weight loss injections uh, that have taken our country by storm. And uh, now I think you mentioned you were, you had heard of these new injections, correct, Rob? Yeah, that's right. I've, um, I've had uh, one client in particular that uh, mentioned it to me oh, probably a couple of months ago, that probably October, November last year. And I'm like, what, what, what what's this? And yeah, where does that come from? Why are you taking it, et cetera? Um, so yeah, maybe tell us a little bit about uh, about that. I mean, I know, well, before we get into that, for, for, certainly from a Australia-US perspective, I know in, in terms of fitness trends, I reckon Australia is about two years behind in terms of like, right. like take CrossFit, for instance. I reckon that took probably a few years before it became really big here. Um, I think it's kind of dying off now, but um yeah, we're a couple of years behind in, in that perspective. So uh, maybe this will be the same. Uh, I'm hearing more and more demand for it. Uh, so yeah, maybe tell us a little bit about it and what's happening in the US. So I don't mean to get, you know, and I put my glasses on here because uh, I, I have to read this because some of the words are pretty big. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's like, you know, you start talking about medicine, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't um, even know what it's called. So it's <laughs> got a very long name. So um, the body has, uh, you know, peptides in there that are responsible, uh, you know, for the, I guess, the, the process of digestion. And uh, glucagon is a like peptide, uh, peptide one agonist, which is a class of, um, uh, of the, this process where medications address this, uh, this agonist and utilize a treatment that's very common with uh, type two diabetes. Um, and that really what it is, raw bottom line, it's a uh, appetite suppressant. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Uh, by, by using an appetite suppressant, um, you know, we can stabilize for diabetics, uh, blood sugar levels, uh, we can really control insulin levels. And it really has been an amazing medication. Well, during the first couple years of the rollout of this, um, th those patients that were undergoing this type of uh, GLP-1 injection therapy uh, had noticed uh, a pretty good right. amount of weight loss. Mm. So all of a sudden now, <laughs> I guess through certain research and studies and medical weight loss, it was found that even people without diabetes um, can take these shots and they will achieve pretty significant weight loss results. So I'm not going to call it the magic pill because it's it's very short-sighted. Um, and I, I mentioned this to you in a previous conversation. It's really like, you know, let's, let's metaphorically speak about the human body that is not healthy and it's certainly visual on the outside. Mm -hmm. So if you take a car, uh, a vehicle that's say 20, 25 years old and the engine is suffering, uh, all the mechanics is suffering, but you get a brand new paint job on it. Mm. So, you know, this is a great metaphor because even though you're losing weight, 
you're not fixing the problem uh, because an appetite suppressant is only as good as how long you're on the medication to suppress the appetite. Because yeah. once you get off, what happens? It returns. It returns. But there's a much bigger picture here that is very sad. Um, because you're suppressing appetite, because there is almost very little appetite. I mean, these people just, they just don't want to eat. Yeah. And we have, you know, uh, Dye Master has meal plans that address these issues. Um, but the big factor here, Rob, is that they lose lean mass. Yeah. Uh, they lose their lean muscle tissue. Uh, they have a deficient, a, a tremendous deficiency in um, uh, nutrient density yeah. uh, as far as the foods that they're consuming. And we've even seen cases of malnutrition uh, side effects pop up, um, lethargy, uh, headache, nausea, uh, cramping, digestive uh, flow, shutting down, uh, dehydration, um, just so many different side effects uh, for people that have been on it for an extended period of time. And when I say extended period of time, I'm speaking like greater than 90 days. So, you know, what becomes apparent is we are taking a patient, giving them this new paint job so they look in the mirror and they fit in their clothes great. Yeah. But as soon as they get off of that medication, they start gaining weight on a body composition structure that has very much less lean mass. So all the weight they're going to gain is going to be fat mass and yeah. water weight. So they're going to put on all this weight all of a sudden because it's like a dried sponge you find under the sink that's shrunk up and then you put it under water and what happens? Blows up, right? And then you have a body fat percentage that is almost equivalent to pretty much where they started. And this is really sad because then you get back into the stereotypical yo-yo of most folks yeah. that don't realize that it takes a lifestyle commitment to make a change, to have a healthier body and a healthier way of life. So my, my, my best piece of advice that I can give to your audience is be ready um, the wave is coming. Uh, again, these are medications known here in the States. Uh, there is uh, what's called uh, Wagovi, uh, Ozempic, um, and they are classified as uh, GLP-1, um, uh, these uh, peptide-1 agonist or appetite suppressant medications. And you just need to understand that where this thing fits in, it is not the magic pill. It's mm. not the one bullet, you know, silver bullet shot that, that's fixing everything. All it's doing is putting that new paint job on a very old problem that it's just, it's just gonna just delay the inevitable. And um, actually it's going to create a society, which is even more depressing, yeah. of people that are constantly going to believe that there is a magic shot or magic pill that they can take 
to look better in their clothes and and lose some weight so they look like the models on television yeah and and, you know and then we're going to have a bunch of unhealthy even more unhealthy people walking around waiting for the next breakthrough in medicine so it's uh it's, it's very sad and i just want everybody to know that you know once you face if you're in the health and fitness business and you feel this wave coming you see it in the media and hopefully it'll be more regulated here in the united states i mean the the, the greatest thing that recently happened was the state of california uh they passed a law that prohibited the um uh the pr prescribing of these shots uh to patients unless you were a, a physician that you were treating diabetics period yeah. the end but what we had going on in the state of california is any of these medical weight loss uh vanity shops and spas where you got botox and you know, um, all these different treatments, so to speak, facials. I mean, yeah. they were all giving these injections. Yeah. And there's many uh, states and cities in our country that are still able to do that. So it's being passed out like candy. It yeah. really is. And you, everybody needs to know that's coming. And, and again, I'm hoping that the Australian government uh, and the medical board, they learn from what's happening in the States and they, they put some clamps down on this and restrictions and make it only available to those that have uh, you know, diabetes or uh, comorbid or morbid obesity classifications where you know, um, their body weight is 80 or more pounds uh above what their their normal baseline is so yes that is the the biggest thing i can tell you um in this discussion for everyone to be aware and be educated and proceed cautiously well sir thank you for all of that john the heap of information in there from an australian perspective i'm not being a doctor myself i can't talk uh, about what regulations they have put in place just the observations that i've seen that you do have to get it through a, a gp uh certainly that latter point you said about the, like whether it's a certain bmi or whatever i think it's up to the individual doctor and if they see a patient that uh looks overweight and they and the patient asks for it they give it to them um it's all it's like diabetes medication they inject it themselves um and right. i guess at the time that that they're instructed, but I guess if they want fast results, they'll do it faster. I, just, I have no idea. Uh, it's quite expensive here. Is it a price mm -hmm. like that in the, the US? Yeah, it's um, it's it's close to a thousand dollars, a thousand US dollars a month. Uh, it's, it's like a bit cheaper than that here. I think it's like, um, oh, don't quote me. I think it's about six to eight hundred dollars for a similar sort of treatment mm -hmm. so maybe it's subsidized i don't know yeah not sure but um you know i was speaking to this uh physician and you know he has has contracts now where he's selling these drugs to other physicians and i approached him on our medical nutrition therapy platform as a 
value add service to the patients. Yes. And, you know, where, you know, I told him, I said, look, you're, you're only presenting, uh, you're providing a treatment that is very short-sighted as a physician uh, and most physician, most physicians, they have a, an outlook on prevention, not just treatment. And he told me that he was not interested because he was too busy yeah. selling okay. these medications. He didn't have the time to implement any other kind of service. Yeah. So that was, I hung right. up the phone and I'm, I'm telling you, I was like, really? This is where this is going? I mean, it's just, it's really sad. <laughs> so I don't know whether it's similar to what's happening with bariatric surgery over there. So for listeners, uh, your bariatric surgery is like the um, removing two thirds of the stomach, or we have yeah. the gastric, which is called a gastric sleeve. You have the gastric band as well, where they put a band around the tummy right. and they put up with saline. Again, they're both designed hardcore to uh, reduce the uh, the appetite. What I see here in Australia, and I am yet to be able to connect with a bariatric surgeon that, that gets this, uh, but uh, they have such a queue of people to uh, perform the surgeries on because I, I'm seeing more and more people and I'm seeing clients after they've had uh, had it and they come in and then they start to, oh, I better do something about my health and wellness. People see it costs about $11,000 here. Um, okay. And uh, obviously it's fast. It gets fast results. I've had some clients that have lost uh, 91 kilos uh, and beyond uh, in, in that. So obviously coming from a very unhealthy uh, perspective, but then some people will just continue, like you said in the example before with the car, will continue to lead an unhealthy lifestyle. And I think this medication is, is again, it's a, it's a quick fix. But I'm seeing these bariatric surgeons, they don't have a bigger perspective. And, okay, I, I believe that there's supposed to be some counselling before so that they can make, make sure their mindset is right. But let's face it, people will just say whatever they want to say so that they can get the surgery. I can tell that their mindset is still messed up when they come and work with me. And so we're, we're getting these individuals that aesthetically might look slim, but they're not healthy, they're not energized, and they're nutrients starved. Their hair starts to fall out. They have problems with their skin and their nails and sleep and all kinds of different things. And yet losing so much muscle density as well. So given all of that, and I mean, we could throw AI in there as well in terms of the, you know, the tech space and just type into AI, give me a meal plan and bang, there it gives you a meal plan, but it's not, it's been created by AI, not by a dietitian. Where do, or what do you think we do to, to try and have an impact here? Because the injections, future pills, et cetera, is not going to stop because the big pharma, it's a trillion dollar industry globally. Uh, what do we do? Um, well, first of all, it it has to be top down. Uh, there has to be regulation. Um, there are more regulations coming into play now here in the states with uh, AI uh, because it's a it literally is a gold rush. Um, yeah. You know, there's so many developers. I mean, we're a developer. Uh, you know, we're developing some AI products right now, uh, but. Our AI products, um, when a plan is recommended, 
uh, it's pulling from our massive repository of plans that have been designed by licensed and registered dietitians that are all evidence-based. Yes. So these are plans that have actually been used in a clinical atmosphere, yes. uh, whether yeah. that be for, you know, general weight loss or fitness and performance or uh, medical weight loss or post uh, bariatric surgery, or even these GLP-1 uh, appetite suppressant injections. <clears throat> so, you know, AI is, uh, I think, something that we cannot ignore. Uh, it's coming uh, for the uh, fitness industry. Um, you know, you're right. They can go out to certain AI platforms and type in, you know, I need this kind of meal plan. And it'll, it'll say, you know, here's, here's two days or three day example. Um, it won't give you a grocery list, but you know, at the bottom, there's this big disclaimer uh, that says, you know, before following any kind of change in dietary habits, you should seek the advice of a licensed medical practitioner if you have any medical conditions or, or whatever. But the other thing is, it's not, it's not truly tailored to the individual. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, and you know, this, Robin, you know, I'm a, I'm a horseman. I, I, uh, in my, in my dream uh, side job that I have, I mean, you know, I'm a professional horse trainer, horse competitor. And, you know, the old saying is, has never been more true. And I don't know if you've heard this over in Australia, but, um, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't force them to drink, yeah. you know, from the trough. And these people that are given guidance, uh, no matter what the guidance is, um, it could be, um, a nutritional plan generated by AI. It could be a nutritional plan presented by a licensed dietitian uh, or, or, you know, handed to them by a doctor or a dietitian. Uh, that doesn't mean that that person is, is going to follow it. Yeah. And I think the bigger challenge here um, that we have control of as individuals, as entrepreneurs, is creating relationships and trust to become the trusted advisor and making your customers aware that this is all media, pharma, and greed driven. The, the ultimate reality is this. They do those you know, media, pharma, um, all this stuff, they don't have the best interest uh, of that person in mind. They don't because they don't even know them. Yeah. But yeah. As, a, as a business proprietor, as a counselor, you know, you have developed a relationship uh, with your customer. So there is a level of trust and bond. You need to educate your people on not falling into this trap and it makes the message that we as fitness professionals and and health counselors have you know pushed all along i mean it's a lifestyle yeah. so the best the best way the two biggest things we can do to answer your question are pray for regulation uh 
get out and vote, um, support your local, uh, you know, city, uh, state and federal governments initiatives to control these, these issues. And then take responsibility to get, your no get to know your customers on an intimate level, educate them, make them aware of these things and help them through the challenges of a lifestyle change. Yeah, great points. I mean, where I'm trying to play a role uh, to influence my community is uh, through um, edu educational-based uh, marketing, I suppose, and uh, just putting a lot of content out every day uh, that is all coming back to lifestyle. Like there's no there's no quick fix. It's like if you flip over to say, now if we just uh, talk business for a second, there's no surgery that you can have. There's no injection that you can take that is going to make you better at business, right? <laughs> uh, you have to do the hard work. And the the best way is uh, like a, a lifestyle, you've got to develop the right focus and work ethic uh, in business in order to be a success. And the best way to do that is to, to get a coach. And so uh, you, know, you get that coaching from the right person that can really understand you from a health perspective uh, is super, super important. And I don't think any AI that exists right now or coming in the future, if we live in a, a world where we've got, uh, you know, you're training with a cyborg or whatever, at <laughs> the end of the day, you cannot get away from, you need to have that that human to human interaction at some point if you really want to optimize right. it. Uh, because right. given everything that we've got and, you know, we've got these, these pills, injections, surgeries, et cetera, and yet, in both, I think in your country, uh, the overweight and obesity rates are 70% or more now. In my country, it's around 67% here in Australia. And guess what? They're not going down. They right. get worse because we're living in a, a world, you just go down to the, the supermarket or you, you know, I live in Melbourne and it's one of the most expensive places to live in the world now with real estate prices and food wow. prices and everything. And so that puts pressure on both, uh, well, if you're on a single income family, but if there's two incomes coming into the family, they both work, they're both tired, they're both not looking after themselves, they're eating more takeaway food, so higher calorie, less nutritionally dense, and it's just this downward sort of spiral. And so, yeah, we're getting all this technology and um, solutions coming along, but we're becoming more and more unhealthy. So clearly it's not working so we have to, uh, we have to uh, somehow get into people's heads about changing lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, it's the message hasn't changed. It's been what forty years. Uh, the this the fitness revolution. I would say I don't know if you remember um, Olivia Newton John. Yes, Australian. Right? Yeah. Let's let's get physical, right? That's right. That, was that was back in the seventies. The I aerobics. Think, yep. Yeah, the the Reebok step and the aerobics, and you know the 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 tall socks, the scrunchy. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The leg warmers. The leg yeah. warmers. Thank you. Yes, um, leotards, all that. Yeah. So that that's what I, in my mind, that was when the revolution started, and the message hasn't changed it's still the same and it doesn't matter what you throw against this 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 plate 
it, you know, the only thing that sticks is change of lifestyle and consistency. Uh, and it, it's commitment. It's, you know, the sad part is uh, we are a, um, a species that have a tendency to be lazy. And um, there's a funny and uh, I, I want I want uh, all your listeners to uh, take my advice on this because there's a, a very good show that it's it's a family show and the kids will love it. It's a Disney Studios motion picture. Uh, it's called Wally. Uh, it's W A L L hyphen E. Oh, that's the and, robot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Wally, uh, they they show how he has to survive uh, this. I guess this he you know he's like the lone survivor on a desolate planet that's been you know. Uh, smashed by you know some type of armageddon war or whatever <clears throat> and he ends up going up and into a spaceship and this spaceship is a, a species of overweight people that are all built like uh balls they're all round and they don't have to do anything all they do is push buttons and speak to ai like they they speak to AI, hey, I want a hamburger and a milkshake, and boom, it pops out in front of them. If they need to go somewhere, they're all like strapped into these little uh, little uh, scooters, so they never have to walk anywhere. Uh, they never have to wash or bathe themselves. They don't, they don't move. They just sit in a chair, and it's a satire, and it's almost, the movie has almost like this obsession with making this point that this is where it's all going, you know, and it's it, but it, you know, only, I think only adults are going to get that message, but the satire is something that's extremely entertaining and also a little frightful uh, that a lot of adults would, you know, obviously get a little bit of entertainment, be able to chuckle about it. But I hope that's not where we're going, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's hope so. Um, John, uh, maybe final question for us, conscious of our, our time here. Obviously, you've been uh, in this space uh, of 30 years. Um, you know, we get to that stage in our business where it's like, okay, what's that that next thing? When you've had as much success as you've had and still having, and you've built like your baby that you're, you know, you're working with here. Yeah. How do you get, it's almost like retirement from sport. How do you get to that position where you decide that it's time to exit the business and how do you do that? And yeah, just interested on your thoughts around that. The million dollar question, hey? Wow. You know, um, I don't know if I'm ever going to retire. Uh, you know, it's... Uh, me either. I don't think you can. I, I don't, well, the problem is this, I'm not digging ditches, you know, I'm, I'm not out there shoveling coal or breaking rock in a rock pit. Uh, I'm, I mean, I am doing something I'm very passionate about. Um, I am trying to make an impact on as many, uh, professional health and nutrition consultants, uh, fitness professionals, doctors, healthcare systems, because if I can get into 
their processes, they are then attached to their customers, which are, you know, 1000 fold. So I, that is the way that I'm going to monetize my passion or my message is by providing technology and tools that are not, that they're more uh, what I would call, um, you know, the educational perspective uh, and things that can be applied to daily life. And, you know, if for me, I feel as though there's not enough time uh, in my lifetime yeah, to do everything. To, to, to make this legacy happen. Um, you know, one of the things that, and, you know, I think this is an important message for everybody that's in health and fitness. Um, you need to find a way to create a passive income. Um, if, you're, uh, if your passion is health, uh, if you enjoy coaching people and helping people, you know, you really, and, you're, and you want to do this the rest of your life, maybe it's all that you know, um, find out a way to create a passive income where you have some, some money coming in where you can slow down. You don't have to be running a brick and mortar company, or you don't have to be seeing 10 clients a day or counseling with, you know, 14 patients a day, and you still have money coming in. And that is, uh, the American dream. I think at this point in time, it used to be having your own business, right? Have a bakery or a barber shop or, uh, you know, whatever. People could walk in and they buy stuff from you and you see them. It's not that way anymore. It's everything is online and uh, instant. Everything has to be instant. So try to find ways to take what you know, monetize it, package it and sell it somehow to people so you can educate them and create a reoccurring income from it. That's where everything is going because you, you can't be like, if you're a personal trainer or a doctor, you've only got so many years where you have the energy to continue yeah, to see that yeah. many people every day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what gets really tough. And uh, that's something for me, um, you know, I am 63. Um, and you know, yeah, I mean, am I going to pass this to my family? Possibly. Am I going to sell it? Possibly. Um, you know, we're making a big transition more into the healthcare model right now. Yes. Cause that's where the help is really needed, yes. especially in the AI atmosphere, but, um, bringing, AI with evidence-based credibility is something that we're focused on, you know, going forward. And I don't think I'm going to stop until I have that in place, or at yeah. least I have a couple wins and then I'm, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, you certainly don't look 63. And I think that's a, a testament to your lifelong commitment to your own health and wellness as well. Um, Thanks. Maybe we'll get you on another show. We can talk about, uh, you know, your your personal uh, routine and so forth. But um, look, uh, once again, I just want to thank you for for your friendship, our connection, and absolutely. Uh, that's um, well. I'll give a shout out to Sean Greeley. It's only happened because of him, uh, based in the sea. Now lives in in Brisbane, Australia. Here, but um, he was the one that connected us uh, through his business, MPE. 
And so certainly grateful for that connection. And, uh, you know, you've added so much content here today. It's such an interesting uh, conversation. And, uh, you know, talking about the, some of those things that people here in Australia certainly will just not be aware of. And yeah. um, I think it, it's disturbing some of these trends that uh, are happening. So uh, a great show. Thanks so much. I'm going to put some links below, below this podcast so that people can get in touch with you if they'd like to get in touch and find more about your products and, and business and so forth. Like I say, it's been life-changing for uh, not just for me as a business owner, but for me personally as well. I use the um, the software and the and the app. Um, all my meal plans that I create for my clients come uh, through Dietmaster Pro and the um, the mobile app, and uh, my clients just uh, love it. And that's how I've been able to systemize consistency uh, with my business. Because there's certainly a, a trend here in Australia where you've got people out there. Um, in the PT space where they're not supposed to be giving any nutritional advice at all here in Australia. It's the, the rules, um, but they are. And it's dangerous because I see clients that have come to me and they show me what they've been given. I say, oh my gosh, that they, you sh they shouldn't be doing that. They're not allowed to do that, but they do it because they think they, they have all the answers. So um, John, thank you so much again. It's been a, a privilege and an honor to have you on the show today. Thank you. And I love you, brother. Uh, best of luck to you in 2024. Uh, and I appreciate the time to speak to you today. Thank you. Okay. All right.